podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is the Armchair Cricket Podcast. Hello all. Welcome to another episode of Armchair Cricket Podcast, a podcast focusing on test cricket by Armchair Critics of the Game. I'm your host, Ajit. In today's episode, we have a much sought after returning uh, guest, Manjunath. Hello, Manju. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, hi. Hi, Ajit. Yeah, it's been a few episodes between your uh, guest appearances, I suppose. I like your sense of humor, at least on Twitter. You have an interesting sense of humor. Yeah, that will motivate me further. Thank you. <laughs> Before we dive into the games and such, how have you been doing? I hear uh, some some change of uh, where you live and so on. How how is that yeah. going for you? Yeah, just uh, moved to a new city. Just uh, uh, it's been a month month and a half actually. So, ah, yeah, so getting to know the place a little better. Uh, I don't come much further away from that point in in the universe. I can tell you, people are fairly friendly there, though. Uh, yeah. I hope you know at least that part will be easy for you. Uh, you know. Yeah, it's a very pleasant uh, experience so far. Yes. Yeah, but I think you also moved in the middle of I think one of the hottest periods of the year. Uh, so, I, but maybe yes. that yes. that didn't much. Been, uh, quite high. Yes. Yeah. All right. Um, now going back to the games. Well, I think we can start off with the Pakistan New Zealand ODI series that just concluded, right? So Pakistan uh, beat New Zealand four one, and four one also was. a little bit of a surprise i was thinking they were heading for a clean sweep so did you get a chance to maybe catch up a part of the series at all or yeah, i only followed the scores on cricket pro so actually i saw some uh, new names coming up like agha salman uh, batted well in the fourth odi mm-hmm. and also leg spinner usama mir took uh, some wickets so that way some new names came up so. definitely i mean there were i think uh, new experiments on both sides for example pakistan yeah indeed agha salman um at least also some test like uh, people uh, who are more known for their test match skills were given a chance agha salman has already played tests iftikhar ahmed was not uh, there in the first couple of odis i think he was brought back right yeah. and shahid shahin shafridi shows he has now a good hitting game at least uh, yeah. in the la- in the fourth odi i think he to he hit uh, some 23 of like the no time like six seven balls okay. or something yeah. right So, like strike rate of three fifty plus, and that took the score from like a potential three hundred or three ten to now suddenly more like three thirty five, and that was a bridge yeah. too far. I mean, I think their middle order requires a bit of work from New Zealand. Daryl Mitchell has been there or thereabouts. In fact, he's been doing well. First of all, they are missing many first choice players, no doubt about it. But also, I think Tom Latham was a bit slow. I think given that. the approach is mostly 300 is more or less average score he was batting a bit slowish i thought through the series did you did you get the same feeling or yeah actually uh, the they seem to be in a transition phase uh, kind of where uh, they don't have the uh, similar people anymore like uh, de grandom is not there and uh, so that uh, it does look a little fragile but i think if they are tested a little more they may be able to find some uh, good lower order players Hmm. and tom ladam i don't know what is the correct position for him uh, maybe uh, on the top of the order would be better i don't know but uh, what the team management thinks it's up to them indeed now he opens it 
tests. But yeah. uh, he's more of a solid player, and he was also the captain in the series. So they probably chose to play him at four. I think they wanted a slightly faster player up top. They had uh, Will Young, Tom Blundell. I thought Tom mm-hmm. Blundell may have let go of an opportunity. You know, a hundred an away hundred in a place like uh, Pakistan will always be useful, right? I thought he let go of an opportunity there. Yeah. And uh, also Jimmy Neesham. I, I expected a bit more from him, right? At least a couple of big hits. a uh, couple of big knocks I must say with the bat look with the ball he never gets a full quota they usually don't count on him as a bowler he's sort of somebody who can take a few overs off if somebody's having a bad day sort of stuff so the other person i thought may have felt a bit disappointed with his performances was ish sodi i mean it's always yeah. tough going into asian conditions playing playing the hosts because they're usually good players of spin right so if you look yeah. at the overall uh, series I mean, you expect maybe he would do a bit better than that because if you look at the top run scorer, it's Mark Chapman, and then mm. uh, when you look at you know top ODI wicket takers, at least it's it's no nobody nobody in the top five and so on for New Zealand. So they'll they'll feel a bit uh, maybe let down that way because also you know they pride themselves whoever comes in is very good is usually good enough to yeah. uh, fill the shoes, grow uh, grow into that role. Uh, also. Jamison is not is not around for a while. Is do you know if he's still yeah. injured or something? I haven't read anything uh, of late on Jamison. He was out injured, and then um, I think he's been missing for six months, good six eight months. I think he's also a youngster, but he's very very tall, right? I mean, there'll probably be yeah. a lot of pressure on his back, uh, like the way he bowls and so on. So that's something they have to uh, also keep in mind. Like maybe he has a slightly more fragile body than they thought initially. when it comes to the last odi well new zealand won it that was more of a consolation yeah. victory like you yeah. thought uh, you know they were 299 and you would think mostly under most circumstances pakistan may chase this but uh, i think they made a very good start with the ball because pakistan were yeah. uh, 3 for 52 and then 4 for 66 so the main scorers for pakistan in the top 4 mohammad rizwan babar azam and fakhar zaman once they were dismissed right i think iftikhar ahmed tried his best again aga salman got another 50 a very timely one and they had some support from the tail but <clears throat> i think in the end iftikhar ahmed sort of fought an only battle and i think he came away with this with his uh, reputation as a odi player much enhanced he's he's much of a improved player these days i think he was very much liked when misba was the coach he was given an opportunity also in tests i remember but looks like uh, yeah uh, he's sort of coming into his own as an international cricketer and uh, maybe you know he has a good couple of years that he can really help Pakistan ODI teams. You said Mizbah, like uh, you know, mm. there, there is a tendency for late bloomers in batsmen. So hopefully he gets a good uh, good run, like Iftikhar. Indeed. So uh, definitely he might be a little bit uh, on the older side, but still he has the shots and the range and uh, to make that position his own. So uh, although he doesn't bowl, but he kind of uh, resembles uh, like uh, the Razak uh, years of uh, cricket, like mm. uh, coming down the order, striking a few. and you know uh, like having this rear guard innings trying to win the game like right i mean i must say he can actually bowl some good useful off spin i think he's more yeah. used in the uh, t20 uh, yeah, games in the t20. Yeah. also in the middle overs right he can zip through a few overs especially if one of your main bowlers is having a bad day get three four overs mm-hmm. out of him and then you suddenly know you know there's more possible here so okay that was that was a quick review but overall i thought 
ನ್ಯೂಜಿಲೆಂಡ್ ವುಡ್ ಬಿ ರಿಯಲಿ ಡಿಸಪಾಯಿಂಟೆಡ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ದೇ ಹೆಲ್ಡ್ ಪಾಕಿಸ್ತಾನ್ ಟು ಆಲ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಟಿ ಟ್ವೆಂಟಿ ಐಸ್ ಬಟ್ ದೆನ್ ಯೂಶಲಿ ಅಸ್ ದೇ ಸೇ ದ ವೀಕರ್ ಟೀಮ್ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಲೆಸ್ ಚಾನ್ಸ್ ದ ಲಾಂಗರ್ ದ ಗೇಮ್ ಗೋಸ್ ಆನ್ ಸೊ ದ ಓಡಿಯಸ್ ದೇ ಹ್ಯಾಡ್ ಲೆಸ್ ಚಾನ್ಸ್ ದೇ ಲಾಸ್ಟ್ ದ ಸೀರೀಸ್ ಫಾರ್ ಒನ್ ಬಟ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಪೀಪಲ್ ಲೈಕ್ ಕೋಲ್ ಮೆಕಾನ್ಶಿ ಹೂ ಬೋಲ್ಸ್ ಸ್ಪಿನ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಬ್ಯಾಟ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಮಿಡ್ಲ್ ಆರ್ಡರ್ ರಚಿನ್ ರವೀಂದ್ರ ಐ ಥಾಟ್ ದೇ ಮೇ ಸಾರ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಅ ಸೀರೀಸ್ ವಿಚ್ ಯು ನೋ ದೇ ಆರ್ ಲೈಕ್ ಅನೌನ್ಸಿಂಗ್ ದೆಮ್ ಸೆಲ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಇಂಟರ್ನ್ಯಾಷನಲ್ ಕ್ರಿಕೆಟ್ ಅಟ್ ಲೀಸ್ಟ್ ಮಾರ್ಕ್ ಚಾಪ್ಮೆನ್ ಡೆಫಿನೆಟ್ಲಿ ಡೇಟ್ ದಟ್ he had a bunch of really good scores uh, through the series so there are some lessons there probably and but also the storing would have really helped them get the experience whenever because after all it's a uh, you know world cup year and later uh, they'll be played in india at so least, uh, they can identify their uh, spin nucleus for the world cup like we had santner and sodhi previously right. uh, for the uh, for the t20 but Mm-hmm. but for the odi like they need to have those two spinners who can bat and uh, give them like decent runs down the order and still bowl good spells absolutely now that's important indeed and also as you say people like um, chapman i think he might be a starter also yeah i think santner uh, and the other guy um, bracewell michael bracewell bracewell yeah so these guys are sort of like really good so yeah. i don't know if cole mcconchie and rachin ravindra they'll feature in because with so the yeah one of them uh, might get in uh, ah. it depends on the wicket uh, like if it's a slow wicket like if the game is in chennai or something probably hmm. you can have the third spinner right but uh, i don't know like how many times they have played uh, three spinners also new zealand are not a team which go with those tactics like. i mean they'll have two people who can put sort of bat in the middle order and maybe chip yeah. in yeah two people can right. bat and chip in yes, right yeah. okay i mean there's been some uh, some lessons for them at least that's good so now moving on if we were to move on to the bangladesh and ireland series well it's ireland versus bangladesh it's now being played in ireland of course but well the first game got rained out it was an interesting game bangladesh playing away could only make 246 right and that too thanks to a 50 by mushfiqur rahim i thought they were in a bit of trouble they were only a bunch of you know cameo sort of scores only nazmul hussain shanto and mushfiqur rahim sort of made some scores but then i think 246 against that bangladesh attack might still be a bridge too far uh, i don't know if it would have proven to be the case because ireland were 65 for 3 in the 17th over but yeah. the game didn't finish but the series still remains they have two more odis to play but with the washout of this odi that basically means south africa have qualified for the world cup straight they don't need to go through the tournament the qualifier tournament in zimbabwe but now ireland will have to go play that do you think ireland let go of too many chances in the last couple of months or so yeah actually ireland have always uh, like you can say flattered to deceive because uh, see now it will be very wrong to call them as associates uh, because after becoming full members they have mm. had quite a competitive games they have defeated england they have had some very good wins so definitely we expect more and out of the talents like if you see tector and little now little has got a contract in the ipl also mm. so definitely the talent is coming through so they just have to put together a, a team that can still compete so definitely they have the ability to do right but they have to get uh, like have a look at where exactly they are faltering so i think the same issue around 5 6 and 7 somewhere mm. uh, all teams have they still struggle to find that correct uh, you know player so fair enough so look that's probably a maturity question that teams have to build for yeah. themselves right so i mean one thing is you may you sort of match up to the best sort of performances you can come up with but then comes the next step where you adapt to the away conditions and then for ireland it's home conditions for example bangladesh also 
right yeah to be fair to them also how much of awake conditions they get with the tours program and how many fixtures because uh, even india hasn't toured ireland for a full tour or right. at least a two test tour so these are things which are probably out of their control so with whatever opportunities they get they are still trying hard ah indeed because the opportunities might be far and few in between they might not really have the same impact if they were to play more regularly this is a this is a much common theme on our podcast at least where we say you know they are not being treated fairly but there are more mm-hmm. than those simple conditions of fairness as we call it uh, that are at play yes. right yeah. but nonetheless at least for my perspective i think in the last couple of months especially with the home and away tours of bangladesh i think they may have let go of a couple of really good chances where they could have mm-hmm. just directly qualified for the world cup and then shown as you say yes. like afghanistan have qualified directly and there was never any doubt in this case that they would qualify you see there's already a big chasm when it comes to quality afghanistan probably have mm-hmm. more uh, players who tour uh, and play in the t20 leagues and so on but when it comes to their performances as a team they have measured up well they did well recently well also in the asia cup last year for example and so on right so you would think there is there is already a chasm opening up and afghanistan mm-hmm. are on the side of the divide where they are now showing with the results yes and also an interesting rivalry building up afghanistan versus bangladesh so oh yeah mm-hmm. in every tournament every series there is extra spice to that battle so definitely one of the few good things to come out of i think even when they play pakistan there is a little bit of spice so that's that's yeah, good yeah. i mean if you are if you are a south asian cricket fan you would love that because there is something to look forward to game within a game and so on with what with yeah. certain kind of dances and what not definitely the fans are very very passionate and that sometimes maybe flows out also into the field and you can see that and uh, as i said it makes for good theater <laughs> yeah, yeah. especially with uh, some something to look forward to for us fans who look uh, who probably look at these games on tv now yeah. the next uh, topic basically we are done with all the games international games at least so i think we can move on to the meat of the matter ipl have yeah. you been following this regularly yeah like it's become a daily a daily evening routine kind of but not fully few games here and there mm. so it is still they have been quite interesting but there's a lot of variety in the nature like some slow games uh, low scoring games then some 200 plus scores have been chased so actually we don't know what to expect but based on the venue like lucknow and chennai have been little slower helping spinners mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the other wickets have been like even larger totals have been chased one kid a or uh, even amdabad for that matter but still overall the wickets are slowing down i mean some fatigue absolutely has to creep in right there will be four yeah, or five trips and yeah. you'd play you know 14 games of which six or seven maybe seven definitely at home and then there'll be some fatigue creeping in no doubt but now i think when you look at the table there is also some clear distinction between yeah. teams that have a decent chance and teams that right. will now struggle a little bit more at least yeah. that's how it looks like yeah and that uh, before today's start still everyone had a mathematical chance but then uh, you can still like at least delhi you can still almost they are out you can say only mathematical chance is there but the other side like wherever the crowd of 10 points is there uh, definitely those teams are still in until obviously now they will all play each other so definitely um, i think those who get to 14 they will still have a great battle whereas 16 right. is like the magical figure absolute qualification so right. that way we can uh, see but then if you uh, currently at 11 games gujarat titans and csk are looking almost uh, like sorted and also the yes. no result has given them an advantage like they have only f- they have 15 points 
So like even if yeah. some team gets to 14 in even numbers, uh, still mm-hmm. they'll be like below CSK that way. So right. uh, the, the fight is going to be for three and four mainly. Hmm. Look, if that way you talk about it, I think LSG got away in that game. It would have been yes. CSK's win that day. The, yes. That got rained off, right? Yes. And when you look at um, when you look at some of the other teams, look, I mean, RCB have had a typical season with nine games done and ten points in hand. They had a real good chance. Even if they had won one of those two games, right? They would have been in the top three or four, and you know there are thereabouts with a decent chance. They let go of this opportunity. They are, of course, touring away, uh, but nonetheless. Uh, you would think, you know, 200 was a decent score, but at Wankhede against Mumbai, maybe that proved insufficient. I'm talking of the game uh, two days ago, right? Mm-hmm. But also the game before that, you would think, oh man, they had they had the bit between their teeth. They 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 probably mm-hmm. missed the opportunity, right? For, so for them actually, uh, we don't know like whether away advantage is better or home. Like uh, at mm-hmm. home, like uh, they are 200 plus totals are scored and they're all high scoring affairs. And sixes are hit and more runs are scored. So sometimes I always feel like they should have the space to drop one or two games at Chinnaswamy, lose them, and rather try to win away. So, but that they haven't been doing that. So that's a thing. Yeah, more of a top-heavy, yeah, more of a top-heavy side. Very rarely uh, middle order is performing. Like one or two innings are there in the middle, but nothing conclusively. So they don't have like a Rinku Singh or Tewatia kind of a confidence booster at the mm. lower order. They've got Kedar Jadhav now who can probably add a bit yeah. more uh, experience. He started his comeback with a boundary, but later <laughs> on just uh, tailed off. Like, so. Yeah, the next lot of balls, uh, he couldn't do much. Because again, one of those games where another 20 runs would have made a big difference, maybe 10-15 runs even, right? So yeah. I felt they left some runs on the field in both those games. Especially yeah. also against, um, they're not called Tekken Chargers, are they? Sorry. Sunrisers. No. Sunrisers Hyderabad. Yeah, yeah. Good God. So My mind there. The Tekken Chronicle group was the old one. Right, and right, right. So, I mean, there again, you see, that was that was a game they could have won. 181, you're not, it's neither here nor there, that sort of a total. Yes. And they let themselves down a little bit, I felt, there as well. That's RCB, but as I predicted a couple of episodes ago already, they're going to find it difficult to make the cut, actually, because mm-hmm. the knockouts. If you look at the teams, right, I, I dare say Mumbai Indians, with that win against RCB, right, they're now yeah. in the right right shape. They're looking to have built momentum. So in the next two games, even if they were to win one, they'll leave themselves with a chance of making it, right? But then mm-hmm. Lucknow Super Giants might be the team that have it in their hand and might have to lose it or let go of the chance yeah. they have. Both, both Lucknow and Rajasthan are having some mm. unexplained uh, slumps or poor performances. So now today right. Rajasthan is playing well, but uh, till the outcome of the game, even if they, they win, they'll move to 12 and LSG will come down. Uh, but then mm. if they don't win, then KKR is going to go to 12. So that is where it becomes interesting. That's the thing. So for me, the dark horses currently are actually KKR. Right. And to an extent, Rajasthan Royals, because Lucknow Super Giants are the ones who have it in their hands and they may let it go. And one of these two may take it. But I think the top three, barring some really huge upsets, I think mm-hmm. Mumbai are more or less certain for the third spot. So, Gujarat mm-hmm. Titans, Chennai Super Kings will be one and two. And I expect Gujarat Titans will be one actually. But let's see. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth spot is the one where I think, as you said, some some up and down. Royal Challengers, mm-hmm. the best they can do is win the remaining three games, get to 16 yeah, and hope the for the best. They can do. <laughs> Hmm. And even uh, like Virat has told in the interviews before also that they are the only side to consistently qualify for the playoffs. So I think with that thought, I go to bed every night. So 
well i mean uh, you might want to change your alliances uh, yeah. <laughs> and you may want to start uh, becoming a bit more tragic like the rest of us don't worry yeah. they're not going to qualify i mean even if they qualify they lose the qualifier straight away right so i mean yeah. don't don't hold too much hope on that because they might at best qualify as the fourth ranked team and then irrespective of whom they'll face they'll be knocked out at least that's my experience right uh, srh eliminated them once so uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. so that way, and once I think there's a Pune Super Giants. Uh, I think uh, they got uh, in that season. And 2016, they were they played the final. I don't know. Right. Two and I mean, three actually. So good. They played two finals. They yeah. should have won one of those. They should have converted exactly. one of those. Exactly. And the one of them, Kumble, still in RCB. So that's that far back. Yeah, you're right. That was the best chance they had. They had yeah. restricted this uh, Deccan Chargers to. 135 136 something like this yeah, not a huge total and all they needed was one other goodings and they lost a very narrow game there yeah. right this was the second or the third season already if i'm not wrong right? okay. and after that i think they never looked like winning yeah. it's uh, pretty much like as if you know they've taken a leaf out of their uh, the state team uh, which plays in ranji the karnataka team yeah. they are really good they somehow you know are good and they come out of the league stages and then near the end they lose team mm-hmm. it's almost like you know Yeah, Vidarbha, when they played, I yeah. think, you know, it was Saurashtra, when they played, they said, we are not bothered. Mm-hmm. These guys are good, but in the crunch games, they don't have the, mm-hmm. the nerves for it. So, <laughs> that's a pity. Let's hope they break this uh, yeah. voodoo, because yeah. apparently, even the women's RCB teams have picked up the same habit okay. uh, in the first season of WIPL. But then, when we look at the bottom half of the table, yeah. Sunrisers, Hyderabad, they, they'll again need to do something really, really special, win four out of four. They had a very interesting loss against uh, KKR. They lost it by five runs. Mm. So it was like they were going good, looking good to chase mm. it down, and they just uh, from there there was a collapse. So again, like they have themselves to blame eventually, if you see. So uh, not mu- nothing, not a fan of their auction strategy, but at least uh, on paper they had a good team. Mm-hmm. Even still, now they can uh, get to 16 if they win their remaining four matches. But that's like a very far-fetched uh, dream. So. absolutely so even if they absolutely. suppose even two they'll get to uh, another like 12 i mean punjab kings again flattered to deceive pretty much the story of rcb i think the season they have been there or thereabouts they have had good performers but somehow they let themselves down in the crucial like you know in the next two games they have to win one to be comfortable and they don't win any of those it's been happening the same thing again this season there been a change of leadership they have tried a few things yeah shikhar getting injured you know sam karan did it well he, he led well but what happens is they have these indian batsmen who play well but then uh, suddenly sometimes the attack uh, bowling attack and some of the selections or even the impact player uh, they not seem to get it right so that's what so even and even mm. jitesh sharma has a, like been a very good talent Uh, he right. has delivered in a few games, but then they still don't have that uh, consistent. Uh, this Harpreet has been a good find for them, so he has batted down the order for them. Right, Harpreet and I think Jitesh are for me yeah. indeed. And yeah. Mayank Agarwal really quiet season, uh, strangely. Mayank but... Agarwal actually really we, we we are not hearing of him at all. So. Mm-hmm. So, I mean that sort of bothers yeah. me, right? I mean he had yeah. a potentially decent international career in the offing. So, yeah, look at highs from the. Highs from the RCB days, uh, and then he went to uh, Punjab. There also he had a good opening partnership. Then from there he uh, like now he is uh, really it's it's quite sad actually because he opened mm. uh, in the boxing day test and got a 77. So right. at that time like there was a good technique. Mm. I don't know who added a trigger or a shuffle or whatever, and that that's it. 
So even in Gaba, like he was caught uh, trying to uh, attempt some outlandish shot, like very soft dismissal. Right. Uh, so he was, he was caught in the thirty-yard circle. I really hope for some. No, I think for him, right? It's a, mostly a temperament sort of an issue. I think. I, let's just right. hope he bounces back because he has more to offer, and um, I think even though. he's on the other side of 30 yeah. i think he can have definitely a couple of good years and whether it will be in yeah. india colors we don't know but uh, same thing for somebody like you know huda i think he didn't he hasn't done much this year but this uh, mayank also is very much like mm. pujara as far as temperament and not the style of right. play he has an appetite for big runs if you he gets that he gets those 200 you know so at least like for his uh, ranji trophy if he does well it will be good for his own confidence Absolutely. I mean, I think his his best way come for a comeback is through the big runs yeah. in the test or the longer format um, area. But he'll always also keep himself in the loop. You know, in the names, if the name is being mentioned more, yeah. it helps him. So this is one thing. And the other one, well, also I was a bit disappointed with, of course, Delhi Capitals. Right? Everybody is disappointed. They've really yeah. fizzled out. The bowling is not showing up much. Actually, they actually had one of the better sides on paper, and mm-hmm. they had made the good uh, auction decisions. And uh, even that, uh, that uncle was very famous who was putting the uh, the auction thing up all the time. He was buying all the right players. Mm-hmm. So, I don't, I don't recall his name now, but there were a lot of right. memes, and it was a genuinely good strategy at the auction. But mm-hmm. uh, like they can say, Pant is injured and all, but that is like a very small. Uh, part of the problem. So just right. the combination and a lot of strategies also. Like Akshar doing well, but always batting at six and seven. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't help them. Right. I mean, I think that's the one guy who's really distinguished himself when it comes to yeah. performances on the field. Um, I thought Warner started off decently, but couldn't kick on. Right. And um, also, I think completely misfiring with Larder. Um, Manish Pandey completely out of form. At least he doesn't. look to be able to pick up the speed when required yes. so when for example yesterday's game right against uh, csk i think the pitch was not particularly conducive so you know csk are playing uh, to their strength mm-hmm. no doubt there but with manish pandey and rilay russo two international quality players um, you thought you know these two are the people who can really take um, take dc really close they couldn't and manish pandey has had a very very interesting sort of a season yeah. he's scoring the runs at least i think he has had a couple of 50 scores and yeah, he had a score. but then not a lot happens around him and yeah. also when the when you say when you talk about their uh, lineup aman hakim khan has been there in the 11 i don't know he bats very low he doesn't get enough balls to play and he doesn't bowl i think that player is being wasted there i thought at least lalit yadav gets some overs in with his spin yeah. right i think they targeted him Uh, given how well Akshar and Kuldeep were bowling, and Mitchell Marsh also came through in the end, Lalit Yadav was targeted, right? And Ishan Sharma, at least after about three or four good games, I think now he's been sort of uh, most teams have a measure of him, right? They're going for uh, they go they're going after him. So here again, you see they had um, big names there, right? Hendrik Narki, all of these people, like two international captains in the dugout, mm. like such a big, uh, like fifteen players and fifteen support staff and. Big contingent, hmm. but I don't know whether uh, how much of it was actually useful. Uh, but then, <laughs> it life has its strange ways, actually. Absolutely. So, yeah. So and I don't know. Everyone, I know many of them will feel uh, punch injury, but then 
uh, the other keeper hasn't been identified like they couldn't identify they have given some chances to abhishek porel correct uh, he looks to be interesting a good prospect mm-hmm. but then uh, again around him there was uh, same delhi always have had that 5 6 7 8 problem mm-hmm. and hopefully they should uh, retain akshar patel and you know maybe build a side around him uh, like if you change the once you have a leadership change mm. i think akshar patel can uh, can be i don't know whether he's uh, previously been a leader in domestic cricket mm-hmm. but at least his form like from the australia series is like batting so well right right and even on these slow pitches he has been able to hold shape and uh, you know go after the bowling that's a good thing for him absolutely so that is another thing that they can uh... they can sort of take positives from but their season is more or less done i really can't see them coming back yeah. from here um but also i think people with such a strong batting order mitchell marsh phil salt phil salt i think started very brightly he had an off game uh yesterday but yeah. if you are if you are a fan of delhi it's pretty much like being a fan of bangalore i suppose all yeah. good on paper but going nowhere really when it comes to performances on the other hand when you look at somebody like csk i mean you have to concede it's dhoni magic right with people yeah, not yeah. many big names in the bowling lineup now he's built he now is building a couple of stars there people who might you know stay yeah. a decade at csk or whatever right and he's like uh, he's taken rahane back to the workshop put a couple of jet packs on him and right? sent him back like iron man mm. and what uh, what going on exactly i don't know like 71 of 29 and such scores right and uh, relentless rahane has come out like. ah, it's good <laughs> right and he's playing with a freedom i think at the end of the day i mean It's yeah. the freedom that you have Definitely. in your head from then on, yeah. the way you play. Mm. And a lot of Maharashtra, a lot of Maharashtra boys in the mix, like Ruturaj Rani, mm. Tushar Deshpande. Absolutely. So doing well. Yeah. Oh, that's that's always nice to see, right? So Ruturaj Gaikwad, we always knew he had the talent. I mean, by the way, Jaiswal has yeah. hit the first over of the chase for twenty-six runs. Guess who bowled the over? Okay, uh, Umesh Yadav. That would have been acceptable, <laughs> but it was Nitish Rana. <laughs> Nitish Rana, okay. the captain, and <laughs> first two balls of the innings mm-hmm. six, next two balls four, and then two and four. But actually, Nitish Rana was one of the guys who has a favorable matchup with off off spin. Exactly. So maybe he underestimated Jaiswal. <laughs> so uh, I think that's that's what may have happened here because Jaiswal, the, it looks like a red drag was waved in front of his face, and he just came out hitting sixes straight away. <laughs> I mean, all you need is like a couple of cameos now, and the chase is almost sealed, right? It's going to be very tough from them. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, now that we are talking so much about KKR, how do you think they did? Yeah. KKR actually pre-tournament they were always you know they built that the combination wasn't good and you know they had uh, they didn't have they had a lot of voids still. Narin was no longer that opening batsman for these, so he was more of like a bowler. But definitely Varun uh, did very well. The spinners did well. Mm-hmm. That Suyash was very good, uh, a new guy, but has a good action. He delivers the ball looking at the sky, but. Mm. Uh, it goes to the correct place so he seems to have a good head for t20 so i don't know about long format uh, what he plays but suyesh is a very fresh recruit from club cricket or something so uh, definitely for this format he is done well right so they have their bowling attack well but with again andre russell not firing so they they need another finisher with them but otherwise the top order venkatesh got a good 83 and uh, they have uh, their batsmen are doing well but maybe again, just that uh, last bit of for a good total mm. so that seems to be missing. so actually they still they have a combination where they can afford to you know post big score and then defend it they have the attack to defend score mm. well at least they i think as i said if they can win this game they can give themselves some boost and 
give themselves a real yeah. chance in the back end because well they made a comeback just now you're speaking of the guy andrew russell he hit a run out from point direct hit and it looked like i think there may have been some miscommunication between butler and jaiswal and butler was run out that's a pity mm. but nonetheless uh, you know among these two between kkr and rajasthan royals i actually will probably back rajasthan royals because in the back end of the tournament they have a much better uh, yeah. performing uh, spin contingent in ashwin and chahal thank you to the spinners yeah the spinners are actually they are tailor made mm-hmm. for the tired pitches like now in the last part so definitely it's a good punt to go with rajasthan yeah let's see how they go but i mean that more or less wraps up our uh, ipl uh, section but before i let you go i think we've sort of discussed yeah. our last four but who will win the trophy Yeah, trophy this time. Uh, it, although Gujarat is looking uh, strong, but it, they, they may be in for a for a slump or a slip. So maybe between it could be again El Clasico in the final and CSK winning. Ah, so you're saying El Clasico is Mumbai and uh, Chennai, right? In IPL. Yeah. That right. that could be interesting. But I have a feeling it will be GT and CSK in the final, and Dhoni will sign off with the victory. But Dhoni has also said, uh, yeah, Dhoni has also said that. Uh, you have decided it's my last season, not me. I mean, he he says a lot of things. I mean, he says a few yeah. things. You just say, "Is it?" Oh, okay, fine. Yeah, right. Okay, you never know, right? I think he never takes these calls uh, at the end of the tournament, but like more like October, yeah. September, October, he says, "Okay, mm-hmm. where am I? How fit right. or how uh, you know how motivated am I?" And so on. You know, mm-hmm. the thing about Dhoni, right? He once said in an interview, post-match interview, at that point in time, he was one of the most successful keepers. and of course captains in the world cricket he had the odi world cup the t20 world cup the ipl i think it champions league it was called at that point in time champions league cricket yeah champions league t20 right yeah. he had he it won. all he had it all yeah. and then they asked and his team was number one in world tests of course hmm. what would you like to do now that you have so many things he said i would like to do it all again if possible so i mean with an <laughs> attitude like that now he's actually doing what he, he needs to do right he's become the core finisher he comes with like 10 balls left he purposefully positions himself like that and just tries to bludgeon the ball away right so um, yeah that's very interesting let's see how that goes so that's the end of the ipl uh, now moving on i think we should focus on some of the drama surrounding the asia cup games where there are two kinds of reports you hear depending on which camp you sit in because bangladesh and um, sri lanka are the two other let's say big wigs in this region in the asian region and they are now saying they are not happy about the hybrid model that pcb has come up with for example where they are able to you know some games will be played in pakistan some games will be played outside of pakistan maybe in uae or something on the other hand some pakistan uh, cricket board official said they have mails from sri lanka and bangladesh where they have actually said they are happy with this model previously any thoughts on this Yeah, mainly the the one solution to it is if there is a little better bilateral ties between India and Pakistan, it can make things easier. But then that being said, you know, mm. I I don't know how many back channel talks are are going on and what is the level of diplomatic ties. That is one. And second, with Imran Khan's arrest and this other uh, the other developments, like uh, how stable is Pakistan right now? Like. that it can uh, manage the logistics and host a tournament absolutely so uh, don't want to go back to the territory where uh, you know sri lankan cricketers and you know tilan samaravira and company yeah, yeah. they were put into stern test so we don't want to be going down that road also right so and what is the level of security a uh, lot of you know assurances can be given mm. but the real thing on ground has to be seen 
So definitely, hybrid model could be the way forward. Just to you know, we get on with uh, playing the games at least. Right. So the situation notwithstanding. So I don't know. And both are very close to India because whenever we are bored, we tour Sri Lanka. <laughs> and when Jagmohan Dalmia was there, he um, ensured that Bangladesh becomes a full member. Mm. And Aminul Islam and Sarah Ganguly walked out with the toss for that Test match. Right. So there is a lot of history uh, intertwined too. So really, I don't know, but definitely it should happen because the Asia Cup is since the time of uh, like India has boycotted one Asia Cup before mm-hmm. that is in the time of late eighties or early nineties. Right. Uh, but then uh, later on, it has been a tradition and it should continue. Mm-hmm. Like and then reduce it to T Twenty format again, truncate it further. Mm-hmm. So definitely they shouldn't uh, tinker with it any further. At least we should have the Asia Cup. So that will be a good thing. Look, that's how you would think it would go, right? Yeah. but then uh, when you look at uh, when you look at how uh, all these machinations that are going on at least in front right in the foreground you would say we are headed for a clash i mean my previous guest yeah. said you know they'll talk a lot at the start but then when it comes mm-hmm. to um, in the last 10 days it will somehow all fix itself right maybe yeah so in that case mm-hmm. you may you may still hold out some hope but uh, one never yeah. knows right at least some some interesting developments there but i think we have to keep an eye on this space yeah even mm. economically might be better for sri lanka like right. they are recently Absolutely. just coming out of a slump so mm-hmm. it may help them little more whereas bangladesh's percentage of gdp <laughs> spent on health is more than india also right so i think they right. are doing quite well no it could be it could be a very relevant point what you just said that way it makes it makes some sense that uh, economies are also can also benefit cricket is a big uh, big moving factor in these parts at least uh, in the asian subcontinent and people can indeed use that that's correct now from that i think you just uh, brought up the other uh, situation that i wanted to quickly touch upon so imran khan had been arrested but uh, it looks like an hour ago the supreme court of pakistan has ordered the immediate release of imran khan because they deemed his arrest to be unlawful there no, was a mm-hmm. statement from a supreme court judge to yesterday he asked the the police to be mm. immediately present themselves in court so after that they did make a statement that you know such unlawful detention ah. shouldn't be there and so hopefully and actually he was arrested when he was getting bail in some other matter right so right exactly he was applying for bail so that's very sad actually so i don't know for we don't follow the politics very closely mm. but a world cup winning captain uh, so that is what it it feels sad absolutely absolutely but you know i mean Once we get into the um, politics, it was his choice, and of course he th- he thought he could make a difference. Yeah, right? I mean, that's what it boils down to always, right? He thought he could make a difference, yeah. and uh, probably he's going to give his all. And uh, sometimes you you end up uh, sometimes on the wrong side of the law. I mean, especially coming from the Asian subcontinent, the both of us know how things are done, and uh, we don't need to go too deep into that, right? Yeah. So yeah, but right. I'm sure you know. he's 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 one of those very charismatic leaders both on and off the field he's been very very charismatic right and um, i think that's what he's banking on because he's ch- challenging the establishment and so on i mean uh, there are there is uh, there are more other more uh, let's say well informed outlets where our listeners can get more information on this but that nonetheless it's worth keeping an eye on because it's also very very interesting how these yeah. things are done now before we close off today's podcast and another interesting topic bcci will earn as much as 38.5% of the annual earnings for the proposed model from 2024 to 27 this is the earnings from 
ICC. So that will come up to as much as 230 million per year. So have you seen this news? Any thoughts on this? Yeah, I read this article this morning. So uh, like they have they have like outlined criteria uh, for which for deciding this financial model. So they are like one is cricket history and then performance in both men's and women's ICC events over the last 16 years. Then there is contribution to ICC's commercial revenue and an equal weightage for the status of being a full member. So like if you look at this criteria, it's like this match is already uh, fixed. Like so, uh, like how do you expect? Yeah. So how do you expect Ireland to uh, to get anything out of this? So like uh, see, some decisions are definitely like right. made in, with the economics in mind. But then with such a with such a division, it's only like out of all the members, uh, only three of them are right. going to earn thirty million, and the rest are all in, are in single digits. So like with such disparity, it's definitely it's I think it's not a global sport anymore. So uh, like if you want to make it inclusive, then definitely you should have the ICC should have more say as to how some funds can be allocated to develop cricket in some other country. Exactly. Maybe say Brazil or Argentina or something. They may not be primarily cricket playing nation, but like the first point is cricket history. If you want to have a rich history, uh, you have to you know have some say in creating some on your own. Like uh, like how uh, mm-hmm. take Jagmohan Dalmia's example of getting Bangladesh the status. People told that uh, Bangladesh has got full member status too early. All the batsmen will play flamboyant square cuts and uh, right. the total will be 70, 80 all out like that. But then they persisted and they came through. Mm. So some head starts are needed like that, ultimately. Uh, I don't think like uh, this model whether they accept it but the committee also is heavily loaded in India's favor. So mm. definitely it might go through. So the other two names in the community in the committee I haven't read right. much about them. So only Jayesha is the chairman and uh, there is Pepsi right. uh, CEO Indra Noy is on the committee. I mean, she's also the independent uh, director, right? Non-executive director of ICC. Yeah. Right. Non-executive director. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it all points to one thing: the people making the decisions seems to be making the decisions on their own favor and so on. Yeah. Right. ICC. I think you know there is a joke. Certain cricketing circles, ICC is called Indian Cricket uh, Council. Yeah, that it is. It is often repeated mm. every day. Uh, you can read one, but then they have to at least uh, see, even if it is loaded mm. in your favor and you are going to take a lion's share, at least you should make right. an attempt for it to be a little equal. So uh, even that previously, and I am not saying the big three uh, is a good arrangement. That also had its flaws. Like all the three will have, a, you know, they'll play series uh, amongst each other. So now India hasn't toured Zimbabwe for how long? So these things, uh, if you really, if you are serious for making test cricket, like mm-hmm. because our podcast is dedicated to test cricket, so <laughs> if you if you want to uh, like make a difference, then you have to definitely because this model, I don't think the BCCI is going to get any poorer if a little more equitable, you know, sharing is there. Yeah, I think we should uh, we have reached that stage where we can still be a little more, you know, magnanimous. That's what. Exactly. I mean, when I look at the shares, they look a bit suspicious, indeed, absolutely, because you would yeah. think, you know, even countries like Australia, England, and all are earning no more than forty million each, right? Yes. If people like Afghanistan, I mean, I know their political situation is a bit different, and there mm-hmm. are other full members who feel differently about it. But Afghanistan, sixteen point eight million, right? Sri Lanka, twenty-seven point one two million. Zimbabwe, seventeen point six four million. Ireland, eighteen eighteen point zero four. Look, so these people can definitely be given a bit more. I don't know how you'll work it yeah. out, but 
BCCI, yeah, exactly. even if they were to give up a 31 in out of the 231 million, that might make a big difference to many other individual boards, right? Yeah, you never know. You may actually, uh, if suppose we adopt a sport, mm. we may able to build an astro turf uh, in every city or every you know tier two city, absolutely, uh, and still have enough money left. So mm. really, uh, so I don't know. I definitely don't agree with the distribution. but i know there are a lot of people who will say yeah yeah the maximum population but that does not translate into like if we had maximum population we should be winning medals in javelin all events that's the most important thing uh, population does right. not i mean numbers did not uh, mean quality right quality is different from quantity so yeah and so on but that's okay uh, this yeah. is a longer discussion all i would like to okay. see is a bit more uh, a bit more equal if such a thing is possible uh distribution between the teams uh and uh, i know bcci uses its money very well we know that i mean i've spoken to some ground uh, level cricketers and they're really happy about how bcci arranges its uh, arranges its this thing um as set up now there is a proper uh, pension for ex cricketers and so on and so on so if you cross a certain level you're really good now that part is good but then uh, some other countries can also grow yeah. because uh, they don't they, they may not have the same kind of setup yeah. where uh, we know how bcci earns from its internal tournaments so we'll let's not go into that at all but all in all uh, some lessons to be learned i suppose but uh, we'll see if the people that are making such decisions are actually interested those were all the topics we wanted to discuss as always a pleasure talking to you manju and uh, thank you for giving us your time thank you very much the pleasure is mutual always and uh, like if there is any doubt why the podcast is not dedicated to tests you can tell them that a few people got selected in the team after their ipl performance so <laughs> they can't fault us for discussing the ipl so, oh absolutely yeah so ramne ramne in final then ishan kishan aha aha well i mean that's another interesting topic that's yeah. always another interesting topic i still don't know why somebody like um, yeah sarfraz khan and the likes are not yeah. getting a chance but i mean exactly. maybe it's also something to do with uh, it's given a one off test and it's also experience because it's the final uh, so that that those things are all uh, potential uh, reasons but yes i mean there's a lot to discuss there nonetheless i'll leave you with one uh, interesting uh, update so i think jaiswal got to a 15 13 balls just now Oh, nice. That's a, I think should be the record. Twelve is the record or thirteen? I'm not sure. Twelve, I think, is the record. I think yeah, KL definitely is among the fastest. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, also wishing a happy retirement to Shabni Mismel and Catherine Sivagra. Thank you for bringing that up. I had almost missed that, but yes, indeed. So, first of all, uh, ending of very storied careers. It must be said, sixteen-year-long, mm-hmm. nineteen-year-long careers. So, Shabni Mismel, sixteen years, really a talisman, and even up to until the end of her. career she was considered one of the fastest women's bowlers right shabne mismile and i think she's made an immense contribution as far as south african cricket goes and catherine siver brunt i think both on and off the field a real giant of the women's game i mean 19 year career starting as a teenager and kept on going and kept on reinventing herself one one world cups right multiple world cups with her team so all this some some really really big shoes they have identified some new cricketers at least when it comes to england we see some ec wong and some very new uh, and very excitable bowlers who are taking the place of uh, the older and more mature uh, people in the team but nonetheless the team will definitely miss the uh, the experience somebody like uh, catherine siverbrant would bring to the 11 okay and would you like to let us know where you can be reached on the interwebs 
if people want to interact with you yeah on twitter yeah on twitter you can follow at the rate of the falling sweep you also have a podcast have you had a chance to kick it off again yeah uh, we haven't made much uh, many episodes right now we had a few videos in the middle we'll try mm-hmm. to restart it again all right yeah. good luck with that all right manju thank you very much yeah thank you very much wish all our listeners a good day wherever they may be listening from sure. and a good bye this is the armchair cricket podcast <laughs>